to Side Talks. It's a podcast. Well, giddy up. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just. You didn't know how to follow. I that. didn't know how. Didn't know how to match your energy there. Um, uh, what kind of podcast is this? We talk about damn movies. Well, the only podcast I listen to talk about cattle. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds exciting. Yeah. Oh, let's do something other than that. What's this shit? You knew it was coming. It was somehow higher than I thought it was going to be. You knew it was coming. But it always is higier than I thought it, think it's going to be. That's true. It's never... Maybe I'm just going higher every time. You, you know, one... Just... And and I hate to give you this idea oh, because good. then I'm expecting it. But but it, at some point in the future, <laughs> what you need to come in here and do is just, you know, get really into it and then just go as low as you can. What's That's the, Like yeah. the national? Yeah. What's the shit? Yeah, you do the, the Matt Berninger version <laughs> of the what's the shit uh, little stinger. Um, and it, I, that's oh, going to blow my mind. It um, will be. It will. It's going to happen. But in the meantime, I am so excited about what I have to bring you today. Okay. Because- of all the bullshit that I've seen for this segment, this might be my favorite thus far. Okay, well, I had let's hear no it. idea that this was this good bad. Okay, you I'm ready? excited. I think you're going to get it quickly, so I'm leaving actors' names out because okay. the only clue I'm going to give you is the minute I say the actors' names, you're gonna you're gonna know. Okay. Um, I think I think because it's a very specific thing. Okay. So anyway, here we go. We're underground. All right. In a, I've got garage in quotes according to my notes. A garage, like an upscale, like there's cars, there's guns, there's big computer screens. Gotcha. An elevator opens up. This is another underground elevator which we've seen before with yeah, the dinosaur thing. The Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah, so the elevator opens up and people get out. Okay. Okay. Um, and then there's some talking going on, which I'm very distracted by one person in the room. So that's another hint. Uh, One person huh. in the room has, has I'm not able to listen to what's going on because I'm super distracted. Um, it reminded me of like when the hot girl was in class in, in 10th grade. Anyway, okay. So um, th- here's a quote. Are you ready? Yeah. Why do I smell baby oil? I know what this is. <laughs> I know what this is. Wait, can I just say it? Yeah. The response is, if you keep running your pie hole, you're going to smell an ass kicking. <laughs> Why did you watch this? I just watched a scene from it to bring it to you. Did you watch it just for Gal Gadot, though? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was distracted by. Sure. So, so what, and I'm, damn, I didn't know she was in this series, so tell everybody what it is. I mean, it's Justice League, isn't it? Um, no. Oh! You're wrong. Do you want me to give you, you, you No, should... it's one of the Fast and Furious yes, movies. Yes, 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 now you've got it. Yeah. I... Do you know which one? Oh my God, that's embarrassing. Because there's a lot of them. Uh, Gal Gadot dies, spoiler alert, in part six. Well, there you go. So you just got fast, it. It's Fast and Furious 6. It's Fast and the Furious and 6. And it's, um, it's The Rock and Vin Diesel That's talking. right. And, um, uh, why did I think it was Aquaman and Batman? I don't know, but it's also Paul Walker's in there. He's still in there. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. And then I just, like... Boy, that's embarrassing the, that I went with Justice No, no, League but you first. got it right after that, so you're yeah, fine. Okay. Um, but, the other thing that happens in the scene that I didn't get to is that there's a there's some hubbub about a, a vending machine. Yeah. And then the like, I don't know which one's the dollar because they're just so rich. I don't know what a coin is. And then it get the snack machine gets shot out. Yeah. Um. And um, and, and then the line, it's on the house. I mean, it's just could have. Could more bullshit happen in like two minutes? Fast and Furious 6 is the second best of the franchise. (laughs) Okay, are you ready for this? I want to hear it. All right. It's ranked thusly. Five, six, seven. 
then we have kind of a, you know, steep yeah. drop in quality. Okay. All right. Three. Okay. Two. Uh, eight. One. And four. Okay. In that order. So there's eight of these motherfuckers. And a spinoff with The Rock and Jason oh, Statham no. called Hobbs and Shaw. I have seen all of them. Um, I've seen most of them theatrically. I like these movies, uh, sort of, uh, in the ways that you, you know, you, you, I think you called it good, bad. They're all good, bad. They're all a blast. So much fun. Um, really still embarrassed that, how did I know that when you talked about being distracted by a hot girl, <laughs> you were talking about Gal Gadot, but I got the fucking franchise wrong. She's only know. in two franchises I and I, I knew you were talking about her. How did you know I was talking about her? There is a long list there. It could have been Michelle Williams. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I mean, it was just, it, it, I don't know how. It was just like, well, obviously you vibed Gal Gadot. Me. That's how strong my that's how strong my thought process really is related yeah, to her. Yeah, and you wow. got it. Quit, don't be so hard on yourself. I mean, be, most people wouldn't myself. have got the six there. You got it. Yeah, but it's Fast and Furious Six, great movie uh, in a great series that we all love. And now a look at what we're watching this week. Hey Corey, what are you watching? Well, mostly Sundance features, yeah. but I don't want to talk yeah. about those. Okay. Um, because I, I wanted to to highlight the thing that I was going to talk about. Last week we we were supposed to record last week we didn't record last week I okay. had I had something prepared let's hear uh, it and and that is that I just rewatched the first two films of the three that exist um, by Richard Kelly uh, those films are Donnie Darko yep. and Southland Tales okay um, now we just uh, Sidewalk just showed Donnie Darko yes. at the drive-in festival mm. back in August. Yep. Um, so that perhaps that is is fresh on your mind or fresh. Oh, love it! I love uh, Donnie Darko. It's a, a great lot. movie. Um, I I was apprehensive about coming back to it, right? Because yeah. it's a movie that was really special to me as a teenager, right. first getting into cinema. Boy, does that movie hold up though? It really, really does. It's so good. It's still so good. I have to tell you, when we watched it at the drive-in, um, our friend Melody Susk was there with me watching yeah. it, and she had never seen it. Oh and I was like, gosh. you've never seen it. And, so, and she was like, I don't – she was very resistant for some reason. Mm. I think in that way that that folks can be about a film that's just so talked about. It's not going to live up to the hype, and you can be a little trepidatious. Yeah. But I turned to her at the end of the film, and she was crying. She was just sitting well, there crying, and I was like, oh, I've, I feel it too, man. Yeah. It's such a good freaking film. It's a good movie. Um, almost universally agreed upon as being good, whereas Southland Tales, <laughs> his follow-up, uh, less so. Have you seen Southland Tales? I have not, but I'm, I'm interested in this. I love it. Okay, I well, I'm, I'm going to watch it, and we'll... And we'll well, well, maybe five-minute flight? I don't know. We'll see. I might be. dig it. So Southland Tales, I think, has actually only gotten better since yeah. it came out. It, it premiered in 2006 at Cannes right. to a disastrous reception. Nice. Um, because My favorite kind of re- yeah, reception. Yeah, I mean, people, raucous booze and so forth. Um People got it wrong, though. It is, you know, we, we just used the term fever dream uh, in a previous episode to describe Black Swan. Right. Well, Southland Tales certainly is that. It is a, a Patriot Act era Bush administration fever dream that imagines, I mean, and, and stop, you know, if this sounds crazy, stop me, that imagines a population not only scarred uh, with 
you know, post-traumatic stress by perpetual war uh, in the Middle East, but uh, an intersection between Republican politics run amok, uh, the surveillance of citizenry that's just out of control, um, and then the sort of mixture of low art and pornography Mm -hmm. in and and politics into this stew of uh splintered marxist factions and um like wizard scientists who have invented a perpetual motion machine and um a republican vice presidential candidate his daughter and her movie star husband uh it's a lot i, yeah, I mean that, it's i mean that that's a long list and yeah. and also there is um there are identical twins uh, played by Sean William Scott, a uh, floating ice cream <laughs> truck, which is clearly a reference to Repo Man. Right. Uh, the singer from Club Silencio in Mulholland Drive shows up to sing the national anthem in a scene in this movie. Uh, He's and like Justin pulling Timberlake, all the tricks out of the yeah, bag. Justin Timberlake is the narrator, and at one point, at a key scene in the movie, um, he takes some drugs and hallucinates himself lip-syncing to the killer's song, all these things that I have done while Busby Berkeley style dancers around him uh, dance in a video arcade and he pours Bud Ri- Budweiser after Budweiser over his body. It is the best movie ever made. How is this? Yeah. How has this not won every award in the world? Um, because it also doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, so if you if you have a problem with that. Right. Um, right. Well, if you have a problem with that, maybe you don't like Donnie Darko either, even though I yeah. think you can probably. I think it probably makes more sense than some people think it does. It, I yeah. think Donnie Darko makes an emotional sense, certainly. Um so does Southland Tales. And I think Southland Tales hit me at the end of, you know, this kind of hellacious January where we've been dealing with the repercussions yeah. of, of sure. Republican politics that have just completely embraced the Twilight Zone. Um, it, it hit me right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that kind of makes sense. That seems apropos. So there is a new Blu-ray edition of Southland Tales out there nice. that has not only the theatrical cut, but the original cut that premiered at Cannes yeah. in its unfinished version that drew all of the attention. And that's being released for the first time. If you're a fan of the movie, um, Obviously, that's a package you might want to consider picking up. If you're not a fan of the movie, I really do uh, suggest you put some time aside to revisit it one of these days. And his third movie, The Box? Yeah. I love it, too. I like The Box a lot, actually. It's so great. I do. I like The Box a lot. I was really... I, I got really into that when it came out. I rewatched it again a while back, and and it held up for me too. Yeah. So I and I, I like that film. So Richard Kelly, great filmmaker, make another movie, please. Yeah. What do I not have to do? Not the most prolific. No, he's only made those three, and he keeps talking like he's gonna make something one day. Come on, let's do it, bud. It's the time. The time is now. What have you been watching, Richard? Um. Okay. So I, you know, this is something I like to do, which is I am watching certain media, certain films, and there's a reference to another film. Yeah. And I, if I haven't seen it or I want to see it again, I, I like to I like to take that jump. I like to take that sort of connective, like, you know, I, this is mentioned, so I'm going to watch it. And, you know, I'm rewatching Sex and the City, uh-huh. and I'm doing it like 15 minutes a day kind of thing usually, you know, while I'm like, you know, having a snack or something, taking like a little bit of a break. And there is a uh, The Way We Were episode. Mm-hmm. And Sex in the City. So I was like, well, I'm going to watch The Way We Were. I've never seen it. I've that. never seen it. Yeah. So I uh, I do not do not like it. 
<laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I I want you to watch it and see if you like it because I really, really dislike it. Let me just tell you a few things okay. that I, I don't like about this film. Um, and, and there is a lot. So it's the pits, completely the pits. It, Barbara Streisand, Robert Redford. Two attractive people. Two attractive people. Especially when the movie was made. But we're supposed to maybe think that Barbara Streisand is like hard on the eyes, I think. It's, <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've already lost me exactly. there. Exactly. I well, she's in she's it's definitely a sort of opposites attract kind of thing. Because she's like a isn't she like a liberal like yeah. and he's, he's like a, a jock guy. Yeah. Believable. Both of those things are believable, sure. you know, based on their sort of pers- their their charisma, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and what they sort of put out. Um, but she is so obsequious to him in this film. Mm. And it I'm very confused by it. It's it's a romance melodrama that is zero fun. There's just no fun to be had in this damn thing. It's implausible and in, in a way that's really uncomfortable to me. Um, there is a lot of of sort of, uh, of of jumping around in time in a way that, you know, oftentimes doesn't bother me, but in this case really, really does. Mm-hmm. And there's this inability for him to – he either – it's as if he either really likes her or they're going to break up. There's no in-between. There's no evolution of a relationship. It just feels very much like – you know, we're going to, we're, things are good and we like each other. And, you know, I probably, I, Barbara Streisand, like you a little more, but whatever. And then all of a sudden he doesn't like her anymore. And mm. then that kind of just, that comes and goes again. Um, so yeah, he's either a hundred percent about her or he's like, no, we're breaking up. And I'm not really sure how, how things, I don't, I don't know what's happening there. And here's the, and again, I, I know, I know I'm taking some people's beloved here and just really ripping it to the ground, but you know, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, I find myself asking the question in this film. I thought she was pregnant. <laughs> like the timing is really strange. We jump mm. through a lot of time seems to be moving very quickly. Yeah. Like they're in college and then all of a sudden they're post-college. And, but then there's a very long period of time where she apparently is pregnant and, is pregnant and pregnant and pregnant and pregnant and pregnant. And I don't, I'm just like, where at one point I was like, did she, did I nod out for a minute and she lost the baby? I don't know what's happening. Um, I don't, yeah, there's just a lot. There's zero chemistry between these two people too. That's another thing I know people are going to try to come for me, Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's zero chemistry. So no, I don't like it. Well, you know, I don't think the movie is regarded as a classic, but it certainly was popular yeah. In its day when it came out. Um, I hear a lot of people mention this as being a favorite film. Hmm, interesting. Who directed this? Is this Sidney Pollack? It is Sidney Pollack. Sidney Pollack's a good director. Well, he's a hack. Whoa! <laughs> I wanted to say something really definitive and nasty, and I just did. Based on this film alone, he's a hack. Yeah, but based on some of the other films he directed, no, he isn't. I feel like this just erased. That's how much I dislike this yeah, film. Yeah, Tootsie, though. Yeah, okay, but that film's problematic AF too. So Yeah, but it's funny. <sighs> <sighs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's return to let's return to Sidney Pollack. Let's return to him at some point. Okay. And, and talk. I'll, I'm know. so angry about A Star is Born and how much I disliked it and, and the and the bumming out that it did for me that I'm just gonna call him a hack right now and I mean, maybe we'll talk later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what I'm watching. Well, thank you for listening to Side Talks. We're your own cinematic Elon Musk and Warren Buffett. I thought you were going to say Elon Musk and Grimes. Well, no, I wouldn't do that to you. I, I wouldn't do that to Grimes. I hold her in high esteem. Um, and you know what, Corey? I just have to say this to you really quickly. Okay. 
if you keep running your pie hole, you're going to smell an ass kicking. Oh my God. I couldn't even say I wanted to say it so I wanted to say it so definitively and I fucked up because it's so stupid. Uh, great movie. Um, sidewalkfest.com sidewalkfest.com thanks to Batwell Studios for producing this show as always and check us out on social media at Sidewalk Film on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram so you can see all of the fun stuff that Sidewalk is doing all the time Corey yeah if you don't (laughs) (laughs) if you keep running your pie hole you're going to smell an ass kicking bye I, it's so bad, I can't even get it. I can't even read it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.